For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo Wells-Spackman. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover the post-COVID resurgence of Princeton Students for Reproductive Justice, the removal of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and raids by the Indian police on homes of NewsClick staffers. It's Wednesday, October 4th. We spoke to news contributor Elizabeth Stewart about the recent growth and work of Princeton Students for Reproductive Justice. My name is Elizabeth Stewart, and I am a contributing news reporter for The Prince. You've been doing some work on Princeton Students for Reproductive Justice. Could you just first give us a sense of kind of what this organization is and what its mission is? Princeton Students for Reproductive Justice is a reproductive justice and rights group on campus um, that is advocating for broader access to safer sex resources and abortion access and really just opening the door for students to have conversations about reproductive rights. So I think your article um, has some context about how COVID, you know, made the group's mission, you know, a lot more difficult, like a lot of student groups. Can you tell us a bit about that and how they've recovered from that since? Right. So previously, before the pandemic, PSRJ had a pretty big volunteer effort with a women's center in Cherry Hill, where their volunteers could be abortion escorts with women at the center. But of course, the pandemic changed that and they had to restructure some of their volunteer efforts and also just think about what was feasible in the post-pandemic era. And since the pandemic, um, the two co-presidents of the club have mentioned that they've been really surprised and excited about how many people are still wanting to get involved. And they've been focusing on a lot of initiatives on campus, such as continuing to provide access to condoms and emergency contraceptives and make those available in more places on campus, as well as looking more to legislation, as well as advocacy on campus, especially in light of the Dobbs decision to host rallies and protests um, related to abortion access. Have there been any kind of like brand new initiatives, especially since that decision that the group or you guys wanted to highlight? The co-presidents mentioned that last year their biggest initiative was the Sex Ed Week, which they brought to campus in May. And they collaborated with a lot of different community members, specifically High Tops, which is a New Jersey nonprofit that focuses on making sex education for middle and high schooler age students. And so PSRJ worked with High Tops to build off of their existing curriculum to form something that was suitable for the transition between high school and college, and also focusing on topics of queer sex and things that aren't traditionally covered in sex education. Is there anything that students listening to this should know about kind of like day-to-day resources that that the group um, is offering? Along with new initiatives, the co-presidents really emphasized that they've continued several initiatives for several years now, especially making condoms available in common areas on campus, including with 3D printed condom dispensers to provide more structure and security. They're currently working on some get out the vote campaigns for upcoming elections, as well as an emergency contraceptive hotline. Um, Students can call the hotline between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. and a representative, a volunteer from PSRJ, will deliver emergency contraception to wherever that student requests on campus. It's completely anonymous and students can access this by texting the hotline at 609-250-2454. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. In campus news, Grammy Award-winning artist Solana Imani Rowe 
better known as SZA, kept her promise of free concert tickets for students for last Tuesday's show in Philadelphia. In the days following her September 19th keynote address in Richardson Auditorium, a few dozen randomly selected students who had attended the event received emails stating that they had been chosen for a free ticket to SZA's SOS tour. Efron Center director and the event's organizer, Aisha Beliso de Jesus, told the Prince that students and faculty were, quote, all moved by the authenticity and inspiration infused in the stimulating conversation. In national news, Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted last night in a political rebellion led by far-right Florida Representative Matt Gates. This is the first time in American history that a speaker has been removed in this way. Gates introduced a motion to vacate or replace the speaker earlier yesterday after McCarthy agitated far-right members of the House by working with Democrats to avoid a government shutdown this past Saturday. The resulting decisive vote stripped McCarthy of his position by 216 votes to 210. In January of this year, McCarthy agreed to lower the votes needed for a motion to vacate in return for enough far-right GOP votes to secure the speakership. The entire Democratic caucus joined with eight hardline Republicans to meet the threshold for McCarthy's removal. McCarthy, for whom there is not a clear successor, told reporters that, quote, we're in a really bad place. In international news, Indian police forces raided the homes of several NewsClick journalists yesterday and detained the editor of the organization. Prabir Prakayastha. The raids follow allegations of the site accepting illegal funding connected to China. This case was filed under India's Unlawful Activities Prevention Act that broadly categorizes a range of activities as, quote, anti-national. Previously, it has been utilized to justify the arrests of political dissidents and journalists. Independent media in India is on the decline, according to advocacy group Reporters Without Borders. The Press Club of India wrote that it, quote, stands in solidarity with journalists and demands the government to come out with the details. Expect lots of sun today, the high of 83 and a low of 51 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Nivan Demija, Zach Lee, Fikir Bayena, and me, sound engineered by Izzy Jacobson, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo Wells-Backman. Have a wonderful day.